Hey, B Fortified family! Welcome to episode five of the B Fortified podcast, where we're determined to stay healthy, get fitter, and live life to the absolute fullest. At B Fortified, we believe in building our health and fitness like a castle, one brick at a time. We're not about fast fitness here, so just so you know, uh, my name is Ayo Monahin, and I'm your host. If you're new here, I hope you'll enjoy the content and find it helpful. I would ask that you consider becoming a subscriber to ensure that you get new episodes when they're released. And if you are a returning listener, I really appreciate your um, your support. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Uh, some of you reach out on social media. Appreciate all the messages. So thank you very much. Now in episode four, uh, we talked about all around fitness and talked about. Uh, just a few points on how you can uh, achieve all around fitness, and uh, you know, just I mean, some of them are very obvious, just simple points. If you haven't listened to it, you can go back and listen to that episode, episode four. Now, uh, today's episode, episode five, is a little bit different. So, uh, I've got a friend of mine with me uh, who we're going to talk together in this episode. His name is Gary Tinkler. Uh, Gary is someone that I've known for a number of years now. Uh, he actually lives very close to me, literally uh, two or three houses away. Um, I met Gary when my son uh, was looking for a football club, and Gary happened to be uh, the coach of the football club, and he's actually the chairman of the football club as well. So Gary wears a lot of hats. Uh, he's a good friend. Uh, a neighbor and um, Gary, I'll let you introduce yourself and uh, to the, to the listeners, um, just, you know, introduce yourself and what you're about. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Um, well, hi guys. Um, I'm Gary Tinkler. I'm a father, a husband, a VP of sales marketing, uh, a coach, as I mentioned, and uh, also a good friend of AO. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to talking through uh, on today's podcast. Oh, thank you, Gary. And uh, what I also need to mention is that Gary is over 40. So he's certainly someone who's qualified to be uh, talking on the B45 uh, show. So, uh, and similar, I mean, Gary and I are actually similar ages. Uh, we're about the same age, actually, just a little over 40. We're still, we still got a whole lot you know, of life ahead of us. And we're trying to make sure that we do the, make the right choices now to en- ensure that we can enjoy uh, you know, the life ahead of us. Uh, so Gary, um, I mean, do you just want to, um, kind of talk us about, talk us through about your, uh, your, your journey, your background, uh, what you've done and what you do right now. And then we'll take it from there. Absolutely, mate. No, I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, I'm again, Gary Tinkler, 42 years old. Um, I'm originally from a place um, in the UK called Stafford, uh, the county town of Staffordshire. Um, moved down to Milton Keynes, uh, which is where obviously AO and, and myself are now based, um, about 12 years ago now. Um, seems like an eternity, but um, made the made the decision uh, when my work dried up up in, up in Staffordshire um, back in 2008. So yeah, moved down, um, moved down around two, uh, late 2008. Uh, I work in the data center market, um, which is which is great. You know, love it. Um, I've been doing that since around uh, I was 1997. 
um, when I left school. Uh, so yeah, been in it a significant amount of time. Um, worked for a local company up in Bedford uh, called U Systems, and we we work on the Cold Logic brand, which is the dedicated cooling side uh, of a data center. Um, it's really interesting, um, and yeah, I, I have a lot of uh, a lot of friends within the industry that we I get to work with, and and yeah, work on specific projects for hyperscale customers, as well as uh, some really interesting end users, uh, which is fantastic. I've got uh, two young children, um, one of twelve and one of nearly fourteen. Um, which really do keep me on my toes. Obviously, I'm I'm happily married uh, to my wife Sarah. Obviously, I, you know her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, that that's me in a in a whistle stop. But um, I'm a coach, as you mentioned. Um, I've always been an avid fan of uh, football from a very early age. Um, I'm an Everton supporter, which uh, don't hold that against mm. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a coach and, and the chairman of a football club uh, here in Milton Keynes. Um, I've been doing that uh, since my son was six years old, uh, so six years now, um, which has it, been great. You know, that's one of, as you say, the many hats that I, I wear um, and many hats within the club. It's only till recently that I um, wasn't secretary, kit man, and everything else. I've, I've managed to help build uh, and pull two clubs together to form one now, uh, which is great. Which was meant um, I've got a larger committee uh, that can can be of support, which is excellent. Um, so yeah, so I've actually rel- relinquished a number of hats, which has been great. <laughs> um, so yeah, just the chairman now, and, and obviously the coach of uh, our sons football team um which is which is great um i'm I'm sure we'll go into that in a a little bit more detail um i'm also an ex-semi-professional myself um played for a number of clubs at semi-professional level over the years um managed to play in the fa cup which has always been good um and yeah my my fitness journey for 40 now is struggling a little bit um uh, i think we touched on this you know, when we talk privately, mm-hmm. AO, that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's been a struggle with, you know, we're, we're, we're 40 years old. We're sort of in the prime of our working lives, let's mm-hmm. call it, um, with the demands of, of everything that goes on there. Mm-hmm. You know, even getting to record this podcast this evening was a challenge, <laughs> right? It was. Um, <laughs> running around, I was about 25 minutes late. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a challenge. And, and on top of that, you know, trying to look after yourself, look mm. after your children, mm-hmm. keep your wife happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is a struggle. Um, and I'm, I'm one that really has struggled, you know, being able to play football, you know, to a fairly good standard, um, you know, while eating anything I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, training twice a week for that club, playing on a Saturday, um, you know, and then having a few beers on a Saturday night, <laughs> getting off on a Sunday morning and, you know, playing for a local side as well, local local pub t- uh, team. You know, um, that fitness, you know, kept me going through, you know, my obviously teens, um, my 20s into my early 30s. And then it sort of stopped there. Um, 
you know, children came on board and, and you know, things happened and yeah. it sort of drifts away from you, which is quite difficult. Yeah, before um, before we get to that point, I wanted to ask you, I just want to delve a little bit more into um, what it was like for you when you were, um, you know, semi-professional footballer. Um, what was the kind of fitness uh, regime oh, wow. you had? Uh, what did you used to do then back in your teens, 20s, and 30s, um, you know, when you were playing football as a semi-professional? Sure. Okay, so um, I played, I'll, I'll start from the beginning, really, because obviously you get to understand, you know, how it how it progressed and transpired. So um, back when I started playing, um, it was competitive football from the age of seven. Oh, um, really? So I, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not like it is now where it's non-competitive up oh. to the age of, under 12s it yeah. was competitive straight away yeah there's, oh, wow. there's been a huge swing um in the football side of things over many 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 years you know so when i first started it was competitive from the age of seven mm. um league tables etc and uh yeah i joined a club called stafford falcons um and i was fortunate enough to play with a, a significant number of my um my school friends um Quite a lot of us were um, in the same team. So, yeah, we went to school together. We played football together. You know, we met down the park after school, et cetera, um, which you even don't see much of that nowadays either. Um, yeah, football was our lives. And we had a couple of other guys that were from different schools that had, had obviously joined the club. But, you know, the lion's share of that, that team was from the same school and same area of the town of Stafford. And, um yeah, we, we used to train um, only once a week back then, obviously, as a, as a child, and then play um, play football at the weekend, which was great. You know, we had such a great a great team. And um, as we, we grew up, I, I ended up playing for them, Stafford Falcons, up until I was uh, 18, under 18 we played. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah, I went all the way through with them from 7 to 18, which was excellent. But uh, at the age of 16, um, I started playing um, semi-professional um, in the reserves, you know, so you get the odd game, you get called up to the first team. Um, but I was in the reserves uh, for a year or two um, and then made it into the first team. And then, yeah, we were still training once, sometimes twice a week, depending on um, the availability or the games we had coming up, etc. Which was great, and and the training was, you know, what you'd expect from, you know, twenty five years ago. <laughs> um, it was a lot of running back then, mm. you know, um, not as much ball work as what you see nowadays. You do mm. a lot of running with the ball, um, traditionally with with today's sort of coaching methods. But back then there was a lot of running. You know, mm. we 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 played at an area called Wildwood, and it was a very large area. It had some significant hills in there, you know, multiple pitches. And, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of running and a lot of sprints, a lot of hill work. Really, you know, the, the fitness side of it, I was I was so fit back then. You know, playing at 16 years old, when, I, when I'd gone from kids football to sort of a hybrid, I was doing kids and uh, adult football. I say kids at 16, 16, 17, 18. Uh, but I was playing men's football, as I mentioned, and... and you know, I was training with the kids on a Tuesday, training with the adults on a Thursday, um, playing Saturday uh, afternoons for the, the men's team and then Sunday for 
for the kids team that was it was demanding don't get me wrong but my fitness was phenomenal um you know eight percent body fat it was it, I, I was well, in did, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on hang on did you say eight <laughs> percent body fat yeah oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sure right i'm sure i've got the the form somewhere from the gym, from the gym that measured it i'm sure it's about 8.2 percent body fat so, I'm so sure i've still got that, that I, somewhere I, yeah so I'm, I'm gonna ask this so when you met your wife you were probably very 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 fit right <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I was in good shape, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Okay, yeah, go on, please. Yeah, so um, yeah, the, the the train was phenomenal, and, and like I say I could eat anything, I, you know, and and we'd go out on nights out and get blind drunk as well, um, and I'd still be up the next day to play football for the football uh, the Sunday morning side, and that is your listeners are going to so play uh, Saturday afternoons. He said he played kids football. Yeah, I played Saturday afternoons for men. Mm -hmm. I played Sunday mornings for a pub team Mm -hmm. and Sunday afternoons for the under 16s, 17s and 18s team. Um, Yeah, so for for three years, I was playing three full games of football a weekend and obviously training twice a week as well. Wow, that's that's a, that's a lot of physical activity. It was a lot of physical activity, you know, and the joints are feeling it now, I can certainly tell you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I was I was in peak fitness, you know, really good shape. Um, you know, I could I could run all day without question, no problem, mm. and and you know finish and then go right. When are we going again? And <laughs> oh, that wow. was the sort of thing that we did when we were playing football. Was you know if you if you were fitter than the other team, mm. you know um, that was that was an extra. That was like having a goal. It yeah. was like having a goal in the game. Um, it really did give you that um, that extra bit and that extra zip, mm. and and it also helped with injuries. Ao, to be honest, mm. um, you know when I when I started to, the the fitness started to go as I got older, mm. you know I I pick up more injuries because I was getting caught mm. in in challenges. You know um, I wasn't as quick. Um, you know normally when I was when I was really fit, I could skip away from challenges and. Mm. And you wouldn't get caught as much and, yeah. and things like that. But as I got older, you know, that fitness goes and, you know, the speed reduces slightly and you get, you know, that challenge that you got away from a year ago, mm. the guy would catch your ankle and before you knew it, your ankle was the size of your fist. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, you, you really did notice it, mate, to be honest. Um, and it got to, I, I was in a bad way with my ankles. My ankles were probably the worst apart from my, my nose, really, um, the way I played football. But they were the ones. I've had seven operations across two ankles. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've got a six-inch scar on one um, and two two-inch scars on the other where I've had, you know, multiple open surgeries on my ankles to mm. try and sort them out. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, it was a combination, really, of, um, playing too much at a young age mm. and getting caught when I wasn't fit enough at mm. an older age. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it was demanded. But I, again, when I was really fit, I was really fit. Mm. Um, and and obviously, as you, you know, say, you get older. You know, I played I played down in Eastbourne. I played in Staffordshire. I played in Burnt upon Trent. Um, you know, I travelled everywhere. I got to see a lot of things. I say I mentioned I played in the in the FA Cup. Yeah, that, that must um, have been prelim. fantastic. That must have been. You know, the FA Cup is huge. It was excellent. Mm. 
Yeah, it's excellent. You know, it was, it was the prelims. You know, uh, quite a lot of semi-professional teams start out there, and yeah. we see you know some of the um, some of these guys get to the first round. You know, some even to the second round, which mm-hmm. is excellent. You know, mm-hmm. the money that's generated for them clubs is is great when they can get that far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just getting to the first round can can you know keep the club afloat for the next five to ten years. Oh wow! You know. Um, so it's really significant. So having the opportunity to, to play in them, you know, um, I was fortunate that the, the, we played in the second, pre, the second or third preliminary round mm-hmm. uh, against Hensford Town. Mm. Um, and there was a big guy called Kevin Francis who played, um, they used to call him the Bambi on ice. And he was <laughs> six foot seven. He oh, played wow. for Birmingham City. He played for Oxford City. Oh, wow. um, he'd been around. He was, he was excellent. He really was. And we were we were winning actually three one, um, and yeah he he came on and first thing that our, our keeper Planty was having a, a absolute worldy of a game, um, and the first thing he did was he had a corner and he just cleaned him out. He oh, just wow. went up for a header. This guy cleaned him out. Uh, ended up landing on him and and Planty got stretched off. I oh, think dear. he actually he did his cruciate. Yeah, it was. It, it was clear he was just going to take him out. Um, and that, but back then, that that was the way of football. Don't get me wrong, mm. you know. By all means, you know, Kevin Francis was not a, a dirty player. Mm. Um, I mean, it was just how football was, was played back then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got stuck in and, you know, the keeper was having a world and you got to stick one on him a little bit. Mm. Um, and yeah, he, he took him out and he got stretched off and, that was sort of the downfall then and then, you know, before we knew it, we could get near and they were just putting crosses in and he was I say he was six foot seven, so he could jump like nine nine <laughs> feet easy. Uh and he was he he put a couple of headers in the net and we ended up losing four three and that was us out. But we'd we'd have made I think if we'd have gone through we'd have had twenty, twenty five thousand pounds oh, in the wow. club funds for getting through to the next round, which back then, you know, uh, and we're talking a long time ago now, um yeah, that was significant for the club, yeah. you know, but it just wasn't. Too, I mean, I think we made five or 10,000 just to get where we got to, mm. um, which was significant for the club back then. But, you know, if we'd have got through that, if we'd have won that game, you know, 25, 30,000 would have been amazing. But, yeah. That, but no, you know, I've had a good run. I've, you know, I've played, uh, as I say, down south. I played um, up north as well, which was good. Um but yeah, fitness-wise, is, is we've got to forty now. Geez, um, it's a struggle. It really is a struggle. Mm. Um, I mean, and, yeah, and, I mean that B forty five is about you know just trying to be. We're trying to be real with fitness because you know fitness as we used to know it back in you know twenties and thirties. Um, unfortunately, not. A lot of people cannot keep up with that pace of fitness that they had when they were much younger. I mean, I know I certainly cannot. So, yeah. so what's it like now when you, in terms of fitness? What I mean, what, what what do you try? What do you do? What you know? What helps you and what doesn't? So, uh, just you know, okay. from from your perspective now as an over forty. Um. So I think the first thing for me is because. I started at such a young age and, and like I say, was, was physically fit for a long time, training multiple times a week. The thing I struggle with the most is that mental side. 
it really is that mental side where I just think, oh, can I re- really be bothered to get out and, and go for a two, three, four, five, ten mile run now? Mm. Not a chance. I, I very much doubt I could even run a mile now. Mm. Um, and it, it's that mental block. It's that mental block. Like, I've done it for so long. Do I really need to do it now? And and that's part of my problem is is that mental blockage mm. of having done it for so long. Mm-hmm. I can I be bothered being frank and honest and I'm, I know we've talked about it a number of times yeah I just don't have the mental drive to do it mm. you know there's there's peaks you know obviously we started and you mentioned it in one of your other podcasts you know we started to try and get up at 5:30 you know train at six mm-hmm. um we did it for what a week and then it just I just couldn't do it I really couldn't and and as much as I absolutely want to do it mm-hmm. I I just can't. Um, yeah. And and that that for me is probably the biggest point that mm. I struggle with at the moment is that mental side. Mm. Um, eating, yeah, I, you know, I've just been on. Um, I've been I've been doing a, a bit of a a bit of a no carb diet, but I've been eating a little bit of carbs. So anything <laughs> from yeah. Anything from five five grams per one hundred grams okay. of carbs I can eat. Anything okay. below, anything above five grams per one hundred, I try not to eat. Mm. Um, anything below, you know, five or below, absolutely, I can eat it. Um, I mean, do, does that? Do you find? I mean, what what have you found with uh, you know with doing that? Does it? You know, if you found that it helps you, does it? Um, yeah. Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did it for like three weeks mm. and lost just over a stone. Oh wow! Um, which was great, you know, and I felt so much better for it. Mm. Um, and and to be fair, I was doing it probably six days a week, mm. and on the seventh day, uh, I'd have a cheat day, mm-hmm. so I'd eat whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. um, sort of reset the body a little bit, mm-hmm. and then start again for another six days, eating five grams per one hundred. Uh, or lower, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it, you know, three weeks uh, a stone is significant, especially when you're 16 and a half stone at, at the time. Mm. You know, to get down to 15 and a half was great. Um, I am six foot one, so you know, that way it, it's quite well spread. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't think I look too overweight. Mm, no, you um, don't. I know that I, I know that I am, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to be back down to sort of 14 and a half stone but you know sometimes as you do that as well you you look too gaunt as well mm. um you know i haven't got there yet but you know if i can get it down a little bit then that would be great but that that's the sort of diet I, i've been trying to work on ao to be honest but one of my biggest problems also is chocolate you know because <laughs> i could eat whatever i wanted and, and chocolate is is yeah that's my arch nemesis i've yeah. got to be honest yeah, yeah. Uh, That's I, my trip tonight. Is to, yeah, to <laughs> Superman. So, yeah, I, I was going to ask um, uh, with with the um, you know the changes you made to the diet. Um, I mean, is it difficult to sustain that? Because it, it, it sounds to me like it's something that you know, with a little bit of you know effort, a little bit of willpower, you can you can keep doing that, and it's not going to kind of break the bank for example i mean how have you found how 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 easy or how difficult have you found uh doing that for three weeks and you know do you think it's something you can continue 
uh, because I like to uh, say, you know, in B45, we talk about making little changes, you know, realistic changes, yeah. nothing too drastic, but little changes that we can sustain over time. So I just wanted to know from your perspective, uh, the one you tried and, you know, if you think it's something that you could do for a long time. Do you know what? Uh, yes and no. That, I know that's really a cop out. So apologies for that. <laughs> but um, like I said, I did it, I did it for three weeks. Um, and I'd say for the last three weeks, I haven't even done it. Mm. What I have done, what it did do for me is, is make me more aware of what I was eating. Okay. Because I was so strict for them sort of three weeks. Yep. And I was checking everything that I was eating. Mm-hmm. When I said, right, well, I'm not doing that again for a little bit, you know, I'd lost a stone and I've, I've basically, um, it put me in a position where I would still look. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh, this is 12 and a half grams. Okay, well, mm. that, that's not too mm. bad, mm. you know. So I, it gave me more of an awareness of what I was eating. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I think I think not specifically doing that type of diet, mm-hmm. um, I say, although it made me aware, mm-hmm. it made me realize what I was eating that maybe I shouldn't, you know, where okay. I get in. And, and maybe have four or five digestive biscuits <laughs> or something like that. So, um, so I might I, have one or two now, yeah. Yeah, not five. Um, I, I want to say so, two things. You know, what, what you <laughs> talked about, uh, you've literally picked um, something from uh, episode four, I think the last episode before this one, uh, whereby um, um, I, I talked about all-round fitness and I said one of the key things – to achieving all-round fitness is awareness. You just, yeah. you know, being aware of what you're doing, what you're putting in your mouth, you know, the fact that maybe, you know, you sit down all day in front of a computer and work, you know, it's just understanding and realizing all of that. And then, you know, and I think that that is always the first step to, uh, to change. You have to be aware. You have to understand where you are. Yeah, when we worked out, it really helped me. I'll tell you that, you know, for sure. And um, I can just go ahead and do stuff on my own and just keep working out. But what I realized that in the last few weeks, I, I hit a point where, you know what, I wasn't as motivated to to work out. I, I don't know why. And that's mm-hmm. not that's not typically me. I'm, I'm like, you know what, you know, I'm a go, go, go kind of person, you know what, you know, jumping with my two feet and just do what I have to do. But... I found that uh, a few weeks ago, you know, just not, you know, I've just not been working, and I'm sure you you, you know because when I work yeah. out, you get notifications. <laughs> you get, <laughs> you, get you get notifications, right? And, and and you know, the funny thing was, the funny thing was, um, I was speaking to another mate uh, that just like you, he had worked out with me. And, uh, we've not, I mean, you worked out with me, you helped me. He also did that. And, and I said to him, Hey man, um, you know, he, he works out with a personal trainer, uh, three times a week. And I was actually, I was, I was actually thinking of, you know what, uh, you know, checking out his personal trainer to see if I could, um, maybe afford it <laughs> first of all. Yeah. And, and, all, then, yeah. and then maybe I could do, I could do something similar. And, and he said, he said to me, he said, look, he said, why don't I come over to your house and just work out with you and, you know, see if that helps. And if that doesn't help, maybe, you know, sure. I recommend my personal trainer. And, you know, the fact that I knew he was coming over to my house uh, two weeks ago, 
I, I just I just sort of got motivated to start working out before he came, and then he's been, and since he's been, I've been working out again, and it, it just you know it's it's funny how you know with uh, you know with health and fitness and being over forty forty, uh, we could talk about food, we could talk about friendship, we could talk about uh, you know working out, but. I think that there are just, you know, the challenges that, you know, we have to, you know, try and overcome either alone or with friends or, you know, just, um, yeah. you know, get help from our friends and, uh, you know, spar us on and just help help us, you know, get to that uh, next level. So, I, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely, AO. And, and, and like I say, it's... Um, it's challenging. Like I say, you know, obviously me and you talk and I know that you can sometimes be on the phone until 2, 3 a.m., Yeah, you know, with your job. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, I have similar sort of calls if mm. I'm dealing with a team in Asia Pacific. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 1 o'clock till 2 o'clock call in the morning. Mm. You know, um, life and and... and what you do for a job sometimes doesn't help. Mm. Um, and like I say that, that motivation for me is that is a part of the problem. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously bouncing off something like I say, when, when we did it, I loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> and, and you can speak to my wife and she, well, she does tell you. Yeah. She, she did know, tell I me. She told me. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But mentally I just struggled. Yeah. Um, and, and and it can be, but bouncing off someone really does really does help. And and I think one of the things you mentioned to me was I, you know, we we stopped when we when we started. I said, look, make sure you drink two liters of water, water a day. And you were like, two liters, and it was something you hadn't really picked up on. Yeah. And and we, you know, we we were sending messages saying, look, I've done one point eight eight liters. Yeah. Where are you at? And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm at one point five, yeah. or you're at two point two, and yeah. I'm like, oh, best catch up. Yeah. That stuff really does help. It does, you know. Uh, does. And and similar to to the diet that I mentioned, I was doing. I I didn't just come across this diet. It was another friend of mine who's been doing it, and he's lost like two and a half stone um, doing the diet. I mean, he's been he's been significantly more um, rigid to it than I have. Mm-hmm. Like I say I, I did three weeks now. I'd probably have three weeks off. Um, I, could, I should probably get back on it actually, but you know he he's been religious at it. Mm. You know he's done it for like eight weeks, nine mm. weeks continuously, mm. and to lose two and a half stone in that time, wow. and he looks really good now. By the way, wow. no, you know that's good. That's good. Do, um, do, do you know? Do you know? I sent you. Um, I sent you a picture earlier today, right? I don't know yeah. if you noticed in the picture there was a there was a big. Um, I don't know what to call it. It's a bottle of water. Like, yeah. And even though, you know, we talked about this thing, I don't know, it's been months now. I still try and <laughs> go through two liters of water every day. And that's because, you know, you told me about it. You kind of showed me, encouraged yeah. me. And yeah, so I've got, I mean, if you, if you go back and look at that picture I sent you maybe an I hour ago. I can see it. I'm looking it, at it yeah, now there's as a, we speak. <laughs> and there's a bowl on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a cup of coffee right next to it, but you know, that water, yeah. I have to finish that bottle today. So. <laughs> Fantastic. No, that's excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. No, um, that, that's it. Yeah, this is. But you uh, know what, yeah, yeah, you go. Right? Just, just, just on that point right so obviously you know with me with me doing this diet i was obviously tracking my 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 weight every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and it's amazing i think i did show you 
it's amazing. My water intake and, mm. and my water levels within my body mm. matched the weight dropping off. So if you imagine the, mm. the, the a, a chart where the weight is going down, mm-hmm. okay, um, if you inverted that or flipped it, and obviously you can see the same angle uh, of trajectory going up, mm. that was my water intake. It mm. almost matched, mm. right? Mm. And and I find that really interesting based on just water. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm sure doing the diet and not eating as many carbs and things like that help. Mm. But for me, it's, it's, it's that mirror image. It literally is a mirror image of the amount of water intake I had as it went up mm. was the same, um, uh, you know, but obviously inverted going down mm. for my weight. It, and it's bizarre. It, um, it, is. it is. And I really think that that's one of the keys to, to sustaining a healthier lifestyle, especially in your 40s, mm. is, drinking water mm. without question sounds simple sounds you know really silly and simple yeah. you well, know how, um, tell the listeners how hard is it to drink that two liters when you're not <laughs> used to it yeah i mean to, it's hard isn't it, it? it it is it is hard you know to start with um i'll be honest with you right um but i think the what i found is that the more i do it the you know the easier it's become it's it's almost become yeah. a part of me that when I go out, I have to grab that bottle when I, you know, uh, when I'm uh, working uh, and, and what I, when I work out in the morning, I, what I found is that I don't, I don't drink water when I work out. I, you know, it's just not, you know, I work out and I, you know, I don't drink water. And I found that if I can get, you know, some water in while I'm working out as well, it also helps yeah. add up to that total, you know, uh, two liters a day. And Overall all that stuff. Liters, yeah. Exactly. And, and I don't know if what you, I was talking to, but I've, I've, I've had two. Uh, so one, one instance where someone said to me, I don't know if it was you that uh, there's a fitness coach who, if you sign up with him before he took you on, he will ask you to go drink water for two weeks, just drink water. Wow. He'll give you, I think maybe two liters, maybe three and say, go drink that for two weeks, then come back. And then wow. he'll start to train them. And also, uh, I was actually reading today, uh, one of my uh, friends from my uh, secondary school uh, WhatsApp group, he he put a comment about, uh, he knows a friend who's a doctor who would always prescribe water and rest for a lot of people when they have, you know, yeah. some sort some kind of ailments or whatever. I mean, I, he didn't go into detail, but he was like, he knew of a doctor friend that would always prescribe water and rest initially before he gave out medication and all. So, you know, it's amazing that we have water at our disposal. I mean, um, most, most places, most countries, uh, you have water at your disposal. Um, and you know, you just have to drink it. So, um, yeah. All right. Um, this is, no, this is, uh, this has been a great conversation, man. I, um, we have to have another one pretty soon, okay? Absolutely. And uh, no, this no has been this has been a very very good conversation, and um, I'm gonna obviously hit you up and uh, uh, you know let you know when the other one's gonna be. And just I mean, just so you guys know, uh, I think I mentioned already, uh, Gary is a is a football coach. He's also the um, the president of the football club where my son plays football, and his son plays as well. 
and uh, my <laughs> Gary uh, Toby told me about the bleep test you guys were doing, and you know, <laughs> and, that's and, the old school. That's the old school football football coming in for yeah, you there with yeah, the bleep test. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Gary has kind of managed to uh, rope me into uh, helping out with the football club by you know by volunteering to be a referee, and I absolutely love it when I'm refing with the kids. I mean, I see referees just walking about. I don't do that. I'm I'm running up and down the field trying to get my steps in and all of that stuff. So, you know, I yeah. I mean, I I really enjoy. Uh, Gary is a great friend. He's uh, a neighbor, and um, you know, we uh, he would definitely be back to to uh, to be fortified. Uh, and um, I sincerely hope this adds value to you and helps you on your journey. I hope this discussion has been helpful to you. Um, I hope that you're able to take some nuggets from what Gary and I talked about and you're able to apply that to your life and um, and just you know help yourself as an over 40 or even maybe you're under 40, help yourself in the fitness journey and you know uh, plan some steps. I would love to hear from you. Uh, uh, please head over to uh, www.b45.com where you can actually record an audio message for me on my website and um, you don't need to install any apps or leave your email, just hit record. And lastly, if you found this um, podcast helpful or informative or interesting, I'd really appreciate it if you uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform where you get your podcast. Uh, this will help the show and this will help grow the audience and hopefully help more people on the same journey. So until the next episode, Stay healthy, get fitter, live life to the absolute fullest, and be fortified. <laughs>